We're wrapping up a wild final 24 hours of the campaign, including the moment President Trump invited Little Pimp to join him on stage. Why some ballots could still be thrown out, the latest on the court battles tied to voter suppression, and from Cardi B to Beyonce, how your favorite celebs are spending their election day. The date, November 3rd, 2020. The time, news o'clock. Hello, friends. I'm Casey Rackham. And I'm Zach Stafford. Welcome to BuzzFeed's News O'Clock. Casey, how you doing? (laughs) (laughs) I woke up, you know, earlier than I usually do because of daylight savings, right? And my first thought was like, great, now I have to live more of this day. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, I thought I was going to sleep through the whole day. Damn it. Why are we here? That's what people have been like joking about. They've been like, I wish someone could just like zonk me out for 10 hours until I have to wake up at night and then we'd find out what's happening, you know? I'm far too anxious to sleep through all of what today is and is going to be and then wake up in potentially a worse nightmare. So we, I don't know. I'm going to stay awake. But the one thing (laughs) I really like asking people today, and I'm going to ask you this, is what is the comfort food that you're eating to get through it all? Ooh, um... You know what? This isn't what I was going to pick, but I'm excited. My roommate is making homemade spaghetti and meatballs. Oh, I love so, your yeah. roommate. Wow. So, yeah, I know. She said that she wanted to cook something that her hands had to be in so she couldn't be on her phone. <laughs> <laughs> That's so smart. That's such a smart yeah. self-care tactic. Yeah, All right. exactly. <laughs> and wh- what are you doing? What food are you eating? I think I'm going to grill and I'm not grilling because I'm really good at it. I'm grilling because I'm like not the best. I'm going to try to make steak and other stuff on the grill. Um, But it it also, I guess it's something that requires me to not be on my phone. So, you know, complicated things are good to do. It's a project. Occupy your brain for a little bit. (laughs) I love this. I love this. So now everyone else can go out and figure out their own dinner for tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Zach, it's time for today's top stories. What have you got for us? Each candidate had their final rally last night with celebrities galore. So let's break them down. At Trump's rally in Grand Rapids, Michigan, things got off to a rocky start when he got his guest names wrong. And speaking of sound music and other things, one of the big superstars of the world, Little Pimp. For the record, Trump is actually referring to Lil Pump, whose song Gucci Gang peaked at number three on the Billboard charts in 2017. Lil Pump is Team Trump because he dislikes Joe Biden's tax plan for the wealthy. Biden's rally took place in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, where he was joined by Lady Gaga, and she got straight to the point. Now is the time to show up and vote like this country depends on it because it does. Meanwhile, would it be a normal Tuesday if Trump wasn't calling out someone who criticized him? That's exactly what he did on Fox and Friends this morning. And just listen to how flabbergasted the hosts are in this conversation. And somebody said, what's the biggest difference between this and four years ago? And I say, Fox, it's much different. Uh, You still have great people. You're you're three of them. But but you know, Mr. But, President, can I just say uh, one thing? With, with what they much, try to do, what they try to do at Fox, in terms of, but politics. we just want to show Excuse both. Me. Unlike the other networks, they were trying to show both sides. So hey, here's President Trump live. Here's Joe Biden live. Because we, we feel it's a responsibility to sell. We to, report. They just, yeah. Trump has recently soured on Fox News after their own polls have shown Trump trailing, especially among likely voters, by a 52 to 44 margin. Throughout the campaign, Fox has tried to turn that relationship around. Hosts like Sean Hannity and Tucker Carlson have been using their opinion shows to energize Trump's base to get them to show up to the polls. 
And finally, speaking of showing up to the polls, let's talk about early voter turnout. Shout out to all of you who have already cast your ballot because these numbers are fire. And as the polls open this morning, it's estimated nearly 100 million Americans have already cast their ballots, shattering early voting records. And with millions more expected to vote today, the U.S. is on track to reach historic levels of overall voter turnout. A driving turnout. force behind these numbers? Young people. According to the Los Angeles Times, more than 6.8 million people ages 18 to 29 have voted early or by mail. That's two and a half times what we saw four years ago. For those of you who haven't voted yet, show up with a valid form of ID, check your polling place online, and if you're in line when the polls close, stay there. If that doesn't work, you are entitled to a provisional ballot and receipts. It is so encouraging to see how many more young voters are coming out. And you know what I'm interested by? I would love to see some analysis after the fact to see how TikTok influenced the election. 100%. TikTok has been on fire. Instagram has been doing its own thing. But TikTok is where the kids have been like really being just impressive on every level and performative and having range that I do not currently obtain in my own life. So I really love it. And it's also just a great turnaround from 2016 that so many people were criticizing folks like us. They're saying we didn't get out the vote. We weren't out there. And now we're really showing them wrong. So go millennials, go Gen Z. (laughs) Yes. I also think it was so wild listening to that clip of the Fox reporters trying to like calm Trump down is the best way I can say it. Like they're just trying to like give him all these valid reasons why they're doing things the way they're doing it. But that's not going to work with him. That's not going to work. And I also love, I've been, I'm sure you've seen some of them too, but watching Buttigieg on Fox and Friends has been a highlight because it's been a whole new perspective for people who are watching Fox. And it is, I'm sure Trump has not been liking that. I have one quick unpopular opinion about our colleagues over at Fox is that they have become full, you know, sadomasochists in many ways because Pete Buttigieg comes on and just drags them to their face. Trump keeps dragging them to their faces and their faces look shocked every time. And I'm like, girls, when are you going to learn? You got to learn to not book these people because they are coming for you. And I know it's shocking, but it's happening. So welcome to your new normal. They keep bringing them back. So that's that's on them. (laughs) Yep. They're choosing it. Sadomasochism. There we go. All right. Well, Casey, talk us through everything we need to know in the entertainment world today. As it is election day, your feeds are probably filled with images of celebs urging you to vote. One such celeb is Cardi B, who got up at 5 a.m. this morning to go vote. And of course, she documented her experience on her Instagram stories. Hey guys, I voted. It was easy peasy. The hardest part was getting out the fucking call. Um, Shit, um, go vote because you will feel like you... I don't know if it feels good after you voted. You feel like you just did. Something. Cardi said she was voting Biden-Harris because she was, quote, tired of getting upset every single time I see that man talk. That man being Donald Trump. Me too, Cardi. Me too. And Taylor Swift urged her fans to stay safe as they head out to the polls. But allow me to be the one millionth person to remind you that tomorrow is your last chance to make your voice heard and to make your vote count. So if you haven't voted yet, please do. And stay safe, wear a mask, take care of yourselves. I love you very much. Happy voting. Swift officially endorsed Biden in an interview with V Magazine last month saying, quote, everyone deserves a government that takes global health risks seriously and puts the lives of its people first. 
Other celebrities taking to social media included Beyonce, who posted a video of herself wearing a Biden-Harris mask with the caption, come through Texas. Beyonce's home state saw record-breaking early voting and has a chance to go blue for the first time in 44 years. Beyonce's power is immeasurable, (laughs) truly immeasurable. I have told you all this since day one, but Beyonce is our true leader. Um, Did you, Casey, have you seen the clip? We haven't talked about this yet, but uh, Trump did bring up the fact that Lady Gaga was campaigning for Joe. Did you see this? Uh And he was like, I have stories about her. I have stories about her. And I just, Trump, you know, the one thing that he is consistent about being is messy. And this is the messiest girl of them all that was like, I have tea to spill, but I won't spill it. And I'm like, you know, you know, Gaga was sitting back like, do it, girl. Try me. See yeah, do it. I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> I, I was at first because I didn't know that, you know, Gaga was um, speaking at Biden events and I saw her trending because Trump had been tweeting about her. And I was like, why is she being dragged into this right now? I was like, what's happening? I thought it was a totally just like random. He woke up and was like, I hate Lady Gaga today. <laughs> But like, you're not wrong that that happens sometimes. That is how that man's brain works. So you know what? You're, you're, it's okay that you thought that. It's fine. <laughs> all right. And moving on, if you're looking for a little moment of hope amidst all this chaos today, this is for you. Iconic singer-songwriter Tracy Chapman performed Talking About a Revolution on Seth Meyers last night. Talking about a revolution, oh, oh while they're standing in the welfare lines. Crying at the doorsteps of those arms of salvation Wasting time in the unemployment lines Sitting around waiting for a promotion Don't you know, talking about a revolution Sounds like And finally the tables are starting to turn Talking about a revolution. This was Chapman's first performance in five years. It's the most perfect song for today. And she sounds incredible. She really does. It was such a simple performance. Just her and the mic, solid background, her natural white gray hair coming through. It was just like a very powerful and clear, concise, simple message. Yep. And Tracy Chapman is famously not a fan of being in the spotlight at all. So to see her even come forward in this critical moment in America's history shows you just how big a deal this week really is for Mm -hmm. everyone. When we come back, we've got Henry Gomez talking Team Joe. Stay right there. it we're tired of hearing new year new you fat burning secrets and lose weight fast the only thing you need to lose is self-doubt the body you're in deserves respect love and support support you're not getting from your current sports bra it's time to experience the only sports bra that actually does its job and outperforms the most popular brands on the market it's time to feel real support from she fit save ten dollars today at shefit.com 2022 Hi, I'm Robert Lamb. And I'm Joe McCormick. And we're the hosts of the science podcast, Stuff to Blow Your Mind, where every week we get to explore some of the weirdest questions in the universe. Like, if sci-fi teleportation was possible, how would it square with the multitudes of organisms that inhabit our human bodies? Can we find evidence of emotions in animals like bees, ants, and crayfish? How would an interplanetary civilization function? Does free will exist? Stuff to Blow Your Mind examines neurological quantum 
boundaries, cosmic mysteries, evolutionary marvels, and the wonders of techno history. Basically, this show is the altar where we worship the weirdness of reality. If anybody ever told you you ask the weirdest questions, it is time to come join us in the place where you belong, the Stuff to Blow Your Mind podcast. New episodes publish every Tuesday and Thursday with bonus episodes on Saturdays. Listen to Stuff to Blow Your Mind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Our imagination, our sense of wonder, and our family bonds grow too. Because when we disconnect from this and connect with this, we reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Welcome back. As we all know, it's election day. Earlier, we gave you an overview of how President Trump has spent his last 24 hours in his final campaign push. And as expected, it was messy as hell. Now, to check in with the Biden-Harris camp, we're joined by BuzzFeed News' Henry Gomez, who's with Team Biden in Wilmington, Delaware. Good afternoon, Henry. Good afternoon. How's it going? You know. (laughs) Okay, so we definitely want to run down what's been going on at the polls. Voter suppression seems to have been one of Republicans' main tactics to win the election. Lawsuits have been filed to try and get ballots tossed in four swing states. We've seen a lot of efforts to stop ballots from being counted. We can expect to see more, right? I think so. But, you know, it's funny because what what we have seen so far, and I don't know, maybe I'm just a pessimist by nature. I think a lot of us were expecting it to be a lot worse by this point in Election Day. Like I was telling someone earlier, I thought that by lunchtime we'd be hit deep in chaos. And Honestly, I was on a call earlier with Biden campaign officials, including their campaign election law expert attorney, who characterized the amount of disruption and concern that they're seeing so far as minimal. So, yeah, there's going to be these lawsuits and there probably will be some more. There does not seem to be this big, like, organized, coordinated effort that some people were worried about. But, you know, I'm... Knocking on wood right now. So. <laughs> you maybe knock a little harder, Henry. Knock a little harder. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Henry, what is the final push we're going to see from the campaigns looking like at this point? We know that Senator Kamala Harris is in, uh, she was in Texas yesterday and she's in Detroit today. But what else can we expect for the rest of the day? So uh, Biden has been in Pennsylvania, and where I'm at in Wilmington right now, we're about 15, 20 minutes from the Pennsylvania border, like a half hour from Philadelphia airport, and then a few hours from Scranton, where Joe Biden was born. So he actually this morning did some last-minute campaigning in Scranton in the Philadelphia area, and he's coming back to Wilmington. Trump has been out and about today as well doing a last-minute rally. And really what these are about is really you know getting that election day turnout in the base areas or the areas that you're most important to your campaign on election night. Like you said, Biden held a rally in Pittsburgh last night. Let's listen to a clip from that. Why should you be paying more than Donald Trump pays in taxes? New York Times said he paid $750 in taxes one year. Guess what? When they asked him about it a little before that, he said the reason he only paid that is because he was smart. He knew how to game the system. 
Well, I'm sick of the wealthy guys gaming the system. And you described this as a very different showing from Biden. What was your takeaway? Yes, I mean, I've been covering Biden's campaign since the day he launched his candidacy back in April of 2019. And I was watching this you know, on TV last night from Delaware. But one of the angriest, like authentically angriest moments I've seen from him, it was like very energetic in a way that he hadn't really presented on the campaign trail up until that point here and there, there'd be some moments of that, but like, it was just a very angry and energized Biden. It seemed like he was feeding off the fact that there actually was a bit of a crowd. You know, it was a drop, one of these driving events that he's been doing to socially distance people. And they're all in their cars at a football stadium in Pittsburgh. And, but you could actually hear them cheering. And that's not something you've heard a lot at a Biden event over the last, you know, six, seven months of this pandemic, because he hasn't been having events with more than like a dozen or two people here or there. And so he seemed to feed off that in a way that was like, you know, good for him as he was trying to close on a strong note. Mm. We've spent a lot of time talking to BuzzFeed News's Kadia Goba about the experience of covering Trump rallies, and she's described it as basically a nightmarish hellscape. What's your experience been at these Biden rallies? Well, I, I covered Trump for a little bit before Kadia did, and I definitely <laughs> concur. I'll definitely concur with her assessment. And and really, there there is no comparison because they're running two different campaigns right now. The Trump campaign, even after the president himself. Uh, contracted the coronavirus, resumed business as usual, these large-scale events. People aren't required to wear masks. They're standing close together, even outdoors. You're you're standing shoulder-to-shoulder with people in the crowd. Whereas Biden, when he has events, like, not even all the press can come. They have, like, this pool rotation of reporters each day, like a different one is assigned to be the representative for the rest of the media because he doesn't want to have more people in a room than would be safe or, you know, violate local guidelines. So there's just no comparison right now. In the primaries, before things shut down, Biden events were really small. He was having a tough time drawing crowds in like New Hampshire and Iowa. The people that would show up were just polite. You know, he didn't give these big stem blinding speeches that got a lot of applause. He was a much more moderate candidate than Bernie Sanders or Elizabeth Warren, who would really get the progressive crowds going with their calls for big structural change and Medicare for all. And so it was, you know, if you could compare it to that, it's still not much of a comparison. And finally, this is basically an impossible question we're going to ask you. So what happens after polls close tonight and how long are we going to be waiting for a decision? Just give us your best guess. I don't know. I would guess we're going to know pretty early if it's going to be a really strong night for Biden because we probably will know something out of Georgia and Florida and North Carolina early. And those are three states. If he wins like any one of them, it's going to look like it's a Biden Electoral College win. But if we're getting really close results in those states and then the Midwest starts coming back really close, I think we're going to be into a, you know, early to later Wednesday morning at best scenario. So I don't know. Be optimistic. Right. Hope for the best. You know, prepare, <laughs> prepare for the worst. All right. So just just strap in, strap in for the ride is what you're saying. All right. Well, Henry, thank you so much for joining us today and good luck with the rest of your day. Thanks a lot. Okay, Zach, we have time for one more thing. And I want to play a game fact-checking some of the disinformation surrounding the election with you. I'm going to read you off some quote-unquote news stories, and you just have to guess if it's real or not. You down? (laughs) 
<laughs> I, I think so. I can do this. Thank you. Let's, let's go for it. <laughs> As I have like the biggest smile on my face, I'm like, you ready? <laughs> God, so much torture today, November 3rd. <laughs> All right. True or false? Voters have received ballots already filled out with whom to vote for. True. You know what? You think it might be true, but this one actually is false. Uh, and the, reason, the reasoning is really made me laugh. Okay. In New York City, a voter filled their ballot out, then accidentally mailed it to themselves thinking it was pre-filled. City officials were able to figure this out because the voter's ID was in the picture with the ballot. L-O-L. I swear with how everything's going, I would be that person that mails something right back to myself. Oh, 100%. I feel like that's comparable to like, you go into the fridge and your cheese is gone and you're like, who ate my cheese? And then you realize you ate your cheese. Yep. Or when you're like, I can't find my glasses and you're wearing them. Yes, exactly. It's like, listen, let's just pay a little better, better attention here, guys. All right. All right. Next news story. In Flint, Michigan, the lines are super long and you can vote tomorrow. False. That's false. Yep. You are very correct. That is extremely false. Yes. (laughs) There have been robocalls circulating from an unknown number telling voters it's okay to vote tomorrow. Governor Gretchen Whitmer has corrected this. The lines are not super busy and today is the last day to vote. Wow. Michigan, you stay filled with the drama. All the time. Seriously. Oh, Gretchen Whitmer. She has, she's She's, been through a lot. She's she's doing it. She's been through a lot. And she, yeah, she uh, has been quite through a bit, (laughs) to say the least. (laughs) Okay. A third one. Joe Biden was recently spotted in his plane without a mask talking to a staff member. Um, true. This one is false. But again, could see it either way. The photo was taken in 2019 by Vogue, and the guy who circulated it was Richard Grinnell. He's a Trump supporter and the former acting director of national intelligence. He shared it alongside a photo of Biden with a mask at a rally. I, you know, I won't say too much about Richard Grinnell, who I have had uh, notorious online fights with as a fellow Uh, gay person, gay man of the world. Um, But this sounds about right for his brand, that he would do mm -hmm. something like this, that Dear, dear man of, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it sounds right. And also, this is just a classic example of all the disinformation we're going to see today. It is so easy to share a photo from a different date. I mean, and people aren't going to, it just happened on Halloween. People were like, this is the best celebrity Halloween costume from 2020. And I'm like, that's from 2017. You know, it's like as simple as that. Yep. Check the date, everybody. Like, <laughs> make sure you're, you're you tweeting at the right stuff. You can do a reverse image search. It'll save you. That will save your life and also to incentivize a lot of you for who are like, I don't know if I'm going to learn that tool. Use it for the dating profiles. You don't know if this person (laughs) is a real person. Take the image, reverse engine it, and you'll find out. There you go. Mm -hmm. There's my little how to use fact checking in your love life by Zach (laughs) Seffert. We're all coders now. (laughs) (laughs) Don't say that too loud. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And last one. In Philadelphia, campaign posters were hung within 10 feet of a polling site, which is illegal. False. You are correct. This rumor is false and misleading. The photo was circulated by conservative news site Newsmax, but the Philly District Attorney's Office corrected the information. The polling place was actually inside the building, and the posters were more than 10 feet away. Also, Zach, I want to apologize to you because this game was rigged and every answer is false because everything is wild right now and we have to keep track of the lies. (laughs) I 
realize that as I was answering this, I was like, wait, girl, you should have just said false to everything because that's that's the emerging <laughs> theme here. False. The false false segment is going to be false. Yep. yep. False right. segment. Uh, my new favorite segment. Um, yeah. I mean, to be honest, we're all just going to have to freaking hold our breath, manage our anxiety until until the numbers start coming in. Until yep. then, everyone needs to be very careful about what yes. they're looking at. Exactly. Just remember to breathe, fact check, and pour another. That's it. That's all you can do. (laughs) Listeners, if you want to keep track of all the bullshit circulating this election, BuzzFeed News reporters Jane Litvinenko and Craig Silverman have you covered. They've got a running list of all the falsehoods and misleading information we've seen. That's it for today. Join us tomorrow for when we'll be trying to make some sense of whatever the hell has happened with this election. And remember... Eat as much pasta as you need tonight. Just, just, it's okay. <laughs> it's fine. It's all fine. All right. So be sure to subscribe to News O'Clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you go for your sound stores. And please take the time to leave us a rating and a review. It helps us figure out what you like about the show versus what you love about the show. And remember to set your alarm so you never miss an episode of News O'Clock. This is Peacock. I love it! It's streaming your favorite shows, movies, live sports, breaking news, exclusive originals. It's The Office. That's what she said. Chrisley knows best. It's going to be Todd's Way or the Highway. And Peacock original shows like Punky Brewster. Holy mackinoli. So whether you're in the mood for every live WWE pay-per-view or every episode of Law & Order SVU, Peacock's got you covered. Peacock. Watch for free. Upgrade for more. Stream now at PeacockTV.com. NFL fans, nothing compares to being there live. What a play! Now the crowd is alive. And the NFL's biggest season ever is now ready for the postseason. It's playoff time. We got to win. NFL playoff tickets are on sale now. Don't miss your chance to be a part of the postseason action on the road to Super Bowl 56. Visit NFL.com slash tickets for a complete listing of games. That's NFL.com slash tickets. Have you ever felt depressed about work only to have your dad be like, why are you so down? So you told him you hate your job and he said, well, you better talk yourself out of it. And then you thought, hmm, I love to talk. I could host a podcast. And then you went to Spreaker from iHeart and started a podcast and got good at it, then monetized it, then quit your boring job, then told your dad, thanks for the advice. And he was like, well, that's not what I meant. And I don't understand what a podcast is, but you seem happy. So that's great, kiddo. You ever do that? Well, you could at Spreaker.com. That's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. Ask your dad. You actually don't.